Welcome to the Elmo and Doris Different Podcast. You're listening to the Elmo Adore Difference, a podcast that gets people from all walks of life to share powerful ideas and spread good vibes. My name's Elmo Adore Jr. and I'm a young Filipino passionate about the individuality every person can bring to the table. And I'm talking to unique people about how they see the world and how to make a difference. I have the awesome privilege to talk to a national of the country of Bangladesh. And his name is Ratin Sadman. He is currently studying computer science in the uni- in a re- university of Bangladesh. And uh, he firmly believes that in ni- nihilism, cosmic nihilism, and uh, yeah, he really defends this. And uh, it, it's really amazing. And an amazing opportunity to be able to di- pick someone's brain and how it how they understand the world uh, with this kind of uh, belief system wherein uh, it's purely scientific and uh, any ideas of faith uh, is uh, dis- discounted because of well you have to be logical and rational Right, Ratin? Yes, and I would like to correct you in a point that I don't think that Mm -hmm. uh, nihilism is a belief system. No one, no one believes, Mm -hmm. quote unquote, believes in nihilism. Mm -hmm. Nihilism is not a belief; it is the absence of Mm -hmm. belief. Nihilism is not an ideology. Nihilism is absence of ideology. So, no one cannot believe in nihilism. Nihilism is not something you believe in. It's just fact. Yeah, well, uh, I have a problem with that because uh, when you believe in nihilism, you have to have a, a, some sort of epistemology, which means that uh, how do you attain of the knowledge that there is no meaning to anything? So, uh, in in an epistemological framework, you need to have, for example, an empirical uh, uh, empirical study or rational basis of any knowledge that you have so for example if you for example if you're a nihilist i would assume that you be, you uh you believe in a very scientific worldview wherein science is the ultimate basis of finding knowledge but the problem with that is that science uh is based on empirical studies empirical evidence which means the senses humans using their senses in order to figure out and understand the reality and the problem with the senses uh, well when we go back to rene descartes is that senses are ultimately unreliable right for example uh, they say in the philosophy of mind that uh, human consciousness is not doesn't make sense in a physical realm so uh if you think about it through quantum physics, the the most uh, recent understanding or uh, conclusions out of uh, quantum physics is that there is no reality and that our consciousness uh, simply understands and project or, or interprets the world in an interface uh, form of interpretation. Well, that's that's the thing that I understand. 
uh, if if you if you have something to correct me, uh, uh, you're welcome to. The problem is that science is not really based on our senses. You know, empiricism is not entirely based on our senses. Mm -hmm. It started that way, but now we only okay. can sense a definite spectrum of light. But now we can detect all the spectrum of mm -hmm. um, electromagnetic waves, which are not detected by our own mm -hmm. senses. So we have, I think, by this time, have broken the senses barrier, if that makes sense. We, are, we don't rely on our senses anymore. Mm -hmm. When it comes to empiricism, I mean, when it comes to empiricism, we don't rely on our senses anymore. And other than our senses, what are you talking about? I mean, what is left when out of phenomena? Everything we can detect through our senses or things we made, I mean, uh, through empiricism, everything mm -hmm. we can detect is phenomenon. All the phenomenon, we can detect it. And out of this realm of phenomenon, does anything exist? Mm -hmm. Well, um, uh, you can say, for example, the virtues of justice, truth, love. For example, uh, uh, truth, right? Um, absolute truth. Uh, what you claim is there is a law of non-contradiction by which you claim that uh, there is no such thing as uh, any outside uh, outside existence or metaphysical existence there's nothing beyond this reality and that is a truth claim but when you say a truth claim that means that you claim that yours is the absolute truth now uh, when you study truth it you can only study it from a philosophical perspective wherein truth is beyond uh, how we sense it or beyond how we interpret or beyond this reality and so uh, if you ever if uh, you cannot separate philosophy or metaphysics from well when it comes nihilistic to traditional philosophy or metaphysics in that point uh, it's almost really clear that these are just stories we are telling mm -hmm. everything we seem yeah uh, these theories and those uh, mm -hmm. rational thoughts of uh, school of thoughts, mm -hmm. these are just stories we, we have been telling ourselves as a, a species for thousands of years. You cannot prove them and sometimes they do us more harm than uh -huh. good. And I don't, I don't care if they do us harm or good, but I, I mean, Wittgenstein killed mm -hmm. metaphysics. Metaphysics is just ramblings. Our our words, mm -hmm. it's just a it's just a trick of language, and nothing yeah. else. Well, uh, well, if uh, I have something to say about that, is that, um, yeah, it could be stories, but does it that doesn't mean that one of them isn't true, right? So, uh, yeah. Uh, the metaphysics it could be all just ramblings but that doesn't mean that uh, one uh, idea uh, couldn't be uh, absolutely true because uh, when you say that 
uh, yeah, when in fact you say that you claim that all philosophy is just ramblings. That is a truth claim by which you, uh, you, uh, you uh, suggest that there is an absolute truth by which uh, reality uh, submits itself to, right? So, uh, well, it, when it comes to Wittgenstein, well, when he says that, uh, meta, yeah, when he killed metaphysics, well, there's a, there's a lot more a lot more modern philosophers that uh, uh, would tell tell him the contrary. Right, so uh, yeah. When, for example, uh, how can you cancel out Wittgenstein from all of this? For example, uh, how can you say that all of what Wittgenstein has said is true? Right, so we cannot actually separate ourselves from philosophy. Uh, is there anything you can? No, no, you that, you didn't get me correct. Uh, let me let me cut, let me correct my statement mm -hmm. that um, okay. theory of relativity okay. is true. It's true. So is mm -hmm. Newtonian Newtonian mechanics. I mean the mm -hmm. Newtonian theorem of gravity. But uh, theory of relativity mm -hmm. and the Newtonian theorem of gravity both explain gravity in a certain of degrees. To a certain degree, but both is true. Mm -hmm. Though the Newtonian theorem is not absolutely true. Yeah. Um. When you say that something is true, well, we have a problem there, right? Because uh, you uh, assume that the world will obey a non uh, the law of non-contradiction, and uh, something like that. No, no, no. Will, I mean, I, you can uh, have to it, be. Uh, it is certain that the universe is obligated to follow the theory of relativity. It is proven again and again. Mm -hmm. So if it's obligated to follow that theorem, but that means the universe must follow a set of rules that it's that it does not break. Like it, it is true that there are no facts yeah. and interpretations, but that sentence is in fact a fact. That is that sentence mm -hmm. is true. That there is no absolute truth. Yeah. Um. So uh, we can go round and round about this. That. Uh. Yeah. You. You. When you claim something is true, uh, that the universe ha has to abide by these facts. Uh. It leads to something. Uh. Of an objective. Uh. Truth. But. Uh. uh let's go around this and uh, let's say that. Um. It's a, how about meta all metaphysics are just social constructs. By which man has uh, attained culturally through uh, evolution, yes, by, yeah, by uh, anthropology uh, yeah, yes. and all of that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, well, I have something to say about that, because, uh, for example, uh, a scientist would observe the universe uh, right now. For example, he experiments, he understands through the, his instruments, uh, all of that, but. Uh, what he believes to be true from his conclusions will probably be after a hundred years maybe be discounted by better technology, better instruments, and uh, better conclusions that are more specific and more detailed. So uh, 
uh, I could say that whatever truth that any scientist uh, believes now will be improved upon or become obsolete in the f- near future. And yeah, yeah, but th- but there's a problem there that uh, then h- how can we attain truth if it's ever changing and uh, we keep on getting or reaching a more detailed truth? Well. Uh, there's a perspective by which I view the universe. I view the universe as something that uh, there is something beyond the universe. For example, why do we assume that the universe will obey all the rules? Will obey all these laws, the law of relativity, the the law of the Newton's laws. Uh, why would why do we assume that the universe uh, will f- obey these laws? Well, because we have seen it observe these laws and so uh, we cannot imagine it outside of those laws but uh, when you have a metaphysical perspective by which you you as a human mind put yourself outside of the universe and you can see that the law of non-contradiction will not always apply outside of the universe and so uh, that's where I can the idea of God for example you know uh, uh, I, I'm, not, I'm very private about my religious beliefs but uh, there's something about a metaphysical entity that is capable or was capable of uh, creating all, er, everything that exists because for example uh, when you reach into the uh, the past uh, we we can trace our history evolutionary uh, cosmic history to the Big Bang and and so yes. uh, there's a circular argument to both scientific and religious uh, worldviews for example in a scientific worldview there is the infinite regression by which uh, the universe uh, uh, when we follow logic for example uh, the universe must be, have been caused by something why do we say that? Well, because we observe that the uni- there, something is always caused by something. It's the law of cause and effect. And so, uh, when you apply that to the beginning of the universe, you have to assume that the universe has a cause, logically, you know. But yeah, and then so, God has an, uh, that God has a cause too. Then. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so it becomes a circular argument. But also, it the circular argument can also apply to God. For example. Uh, if God created the universe, then who created God, right? So yes. uh, it's both circular in both religious and scientific worldviews. But uh, in my perspective, if you put yourself outside of the law of non-contradiction, who can, who, what kind of entity is beyond the law of non-contradiction? It's what kind of entity is beyond logic, and the most logical, illogical entity is a metaphysical metaphysical being that is beyond the law of non-contradiction. And so uh, something outside of of cause and effect would have been the most logical reason or most logical cause for the universe. And that's my opinion. And I really respect your nihilistic perspective. How how is that just a play of words? You know that. You created a situation mm-hmm. with yeah. the language you know, and you created a situation and mm-hmm. imagined an entity. That's mm-hmm. just a play of words. There is no, you cannot, yeah. 
assert any truth from it and that is reliable yeah I, that's why i, I yeah I, i i study wittgenstein about uh, semantics and the, uh, all of that but um well we can never get anywhere if we just study science uh, scientifically that's the, that's the point we can never reach a metaphysical truth of how we can answer life's meaning life's purpose why we are here uh, what is uh, what who created us or where we came from we cannot answer those things if we do not risk it with our words with our ideas okay okay And so that's uh, why we, we, uh, metaphysics, we cannot we yeah. as human beings cannot answer these questions mm -hmm. but you asked another question a mm -hmm. little uh, time ago you said that why does the universe mm -hmm. um i mean why does the universe follows these certain scientific rules yeah 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 you see that that is a problematic question you see we can ask that mm -hmm. question only and only when mm -hmm. the universe would follow those rules if you the universe would did mm -hmm. not follow those exact rules exactly we wouldn't exist and if we did not exist we wouldn't be here to ask that question so every time we are asking that question that question itself is invalid because those in if there's another universe or other other universes where those rules are not being followed there won't be any entity that would exist to ask that question did you get me yeah well that can also apply to, yeah i understand uh, i understand your point but Um, that also applies to the universe. For example, uh, if the universe follows a cause and effect, uh, follows these laws, uh, yes. laws of relativity, all of these laws, then why can't we subject the universe to these laws to understand our where we came from and uh, try to understand uh, our life's meaning? Well, uh, I can understand that from a very deterministic and Uh, scientific perspective or logic logically positivistic perspective that uh, you have there's a uh, an idea uh, coming out which is uh, a nihilism a cosmic nihilism wherein uh, it's really well I can argue that in a utilitarian sense by which uh, for example uh, let's say I ignored all of that religious stuff and yeah let's say that all of humanity Uh, would believe in a cosmic in cosmic nihilism. How would we go about that as a society? You know, and so that's why F Friedrich Nietzsche uh, raised this these uh, this this ha that the cosmic nihilism would result into the degradation of societal values. These norms by which holds us together. For example, justice, truth. Uh, in a cosmic nihilist cosmic nihilist world uh, universality there is no truth there is no love there is no justice and so anything is permissible yes and when everything is permissible how can we uh, as a human society progress and so well uh, i can i can lean on a very uh, existential uh, worldview by which well we can produce our own norms produce our own values But still, there's a real problem with a relative, relative morality, you know. Because if anyone can produce their own moral values, 
then it's still as permissible as it was in a nihilistic perspective you know that's 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 the yes. real thing that so, i'm afraid of being. Uh, yeah this is fundamental uh, i don't see the problem i mean uh, in uh, not just in nihilism that we know that humans are not that mm-hmm. important mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. the measurement of the universe we are mm-hmm. not we are not in, important important the universe does not care a bit yeah 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 truth does yeah. not care yeah, about it, it, what we think how would we survive what we how our societies will be run truth the universe this the, the, we it doesn't care about us it's eminent it's it's mm-hmm. clear by this point so when you are rejecting mm-hmm. nihilism because your society is degrading you're just rejecting yeah. truth for comfort if in mm-hmm. species if we are as a species conscious species we we have the tools yeah, to well, um, um mm-hmm. seek knowledge if we cannot handle knowledge do we have the right to exist well that, that's a really um uh, good question because uh, well uh as of now Well, the debate on nihilism and existentialism and religion is still out there, but uh, yeah, well, it depends actually on your theory, well, on your epistemology on how you attain. Okay, then if knowledge. you think that there are yeah. there are counter arguments against nihilism, what is mm-hmm. some counter argument yeah. against nihilism that you know? Well, it's it's the existence of existence God itself. Existence of God. Uh, meaning itself. Yeah. Uh, Well, uh, if there's God, the then... meaning part can be um, dismissed really easily. What do you mean by meaning? Well, God, God's plan for humanity—that's meaning in itself. That's why uh, all humans, most of humans, cling to religion because it's the most basic answer to life's questions. And you don't need to ask uh, what's the meaning of life, where we come from, because religion already answers that. And so. Um, it's not that it's it's uh, it's a denial of the re- a realistic or sad truth and y- like for example it's, it's an, the opium of the people yes. but that religion religion is something that uh, resonates in the human biology for example uh, we as humans, are very different from animals the other other species because we're the only ones that ha- can experience any spiritual phenomena and that's the amazing thing about us because i don't think that's just that's evolutionarily attained because why do you well, think that that is not uh, evolutionarily attained well it's it's because that we have consciousness by which we have uh consciousness is nothing but the sum of our senses high. the sum of our mm-hmm. senses and the process of that uh, and our brain processing those senses and nothing else why do we keep uh, consciousness well, in this pedal still we put it there i mean consciousness human consciousness we put it on a pedal still and say that it is very special but it's not actually not a really a, mm-hmm. not a very special phenomenon that human have consciousness yeah well uh, uh i how about i give you but the benefit of the doubt that um let's say consciousness is evolutionary attained and 
well, uh, a lot of uh, even the Catholic Church already accepted evolution and the creation story in itself. And so, um, uh, when you uh, say consciousness, well, it's not just the sum of the soul, but that but some of the uh, all the mechanisms in the human brain, but that uh, there is something that has emerged from this evolution by which we can call something very spiritual. And this spiritual thing has been able to access uh, objective values such as love, truth, justice, goodness. And uh, all of these uh, values are what holds us as a society. And that's what I think because so uh, when you have values a true, very un- those values you hold on to yourself, you hold so closely to your heart are mm-hmm. true because they hold mm-hmm. us together. That's the only logical point to them. Well, I, I, it's not just it's not that um, it's the evidence in itself uh, because of its uh, utilitarian uh, efficiency in to to uh, hold human society together, but that uh, we as humans all in a collective all have a collective understanding and agreement that goodness, truth, uh, all of these values, such as love, are very universal. And, are they? Values uh, are universal. Well, I, values it's are universal. Really interesting you, you, to talk you really about believe this. that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, do you, do, do you yeah. support gay marriage? Well, it's not the values of goodness. Well, in a le- in a legal sense. Uh, yes, you just you just religion. you just yeah accepted that there are contradictions to whatever. your values. You just accepted that that in Why? religion sense, religious sense, gay marriage is not permissible, but in legal sense, it is permissible. Mm-hmm. That means that value of yours is contradicted by itself. I mean, you are yeah. contradicting it. So when you now. Not really. Well, it's a very See, complicated that thing. Means values are not mm-hmm. universal. Right, for example, let me explain myself about. Up. We made them up, and it's a very personal thing. Very individual values are very individual. They are not universal in any sense. They vary from culture to culture, to society to society, to individual to uh, individual. Um, and they are not universal, and they are not universal like mm-hmm. the scientific laws because they are not true. They are made up. They are just words. Yeah, well, can, can I explain myself? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Can I explain myself about the religious? Uh, okay. Yeah. So, um, I say that I agree that I can allow uh, same-sex marriage in the legal sense because me, I have the universal values of acceptance, of truth, of of love, by which I will not enforce my own uh, beliefs upon another other people. I will not be a fascist, uh, an ultimately evil entity by which I will enforce my own beliefs on other people. But uh, when I say that these values are universal, doesn't mean that it's as specific as uh, 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 same-sex marriage. It's just that, yeah, the idea of goodness. For example, is it good for a gay man and a for another man to love another man sexually. Well, uh, that's for them to believe in it. 
but that um, I will obey my own the I, the universal values I believe in, believe in, and so I will tolerate them and allow them in, to to have a pluralistic society by which there is harmony in diversity and individuality of worldviews, and so. Um, uh, I may not agree with them, but I will allow them to do what they want because I also believe in the values of freedom and justice. And so it would be just for them to be able to, to have their own control over their lives without anyone uh, stopping them from achieving their own happiness. Well, it's a very uh, complicated thing, but uh, this is really awesome. And uh, how about uh, we talk about the uh, moral values because uh, cultural the di diversity of the or see, yeah the diversity uh, of values in every are culture human right made up constructs hello they do not exist mm -hmm. they are just a play of words that we use mm -hmm. they are just in our minds i mean the very sense of what justice means is impossible justice cannot be in the real world Justice is just a fantasy. Mm -hmm. Because we made it up, it it's our fantasy. It cannot it cannot be universal well, anytime. It cannot be universal and it cannot be attained realistically. And uh, same goes for morals. Morals cannot be universal and morals uh, mm -hmm the very origins of morals are questionable that thing that is that seems moral is not moral in a very large spectrum of in uh, i mean uh, incidents yeah well well um i have thought about the relativity of values in every culture but as i have observed that uh human values is ingrained in our own biology and that is why uh, there is a collective conscience by which uh, almost all human society uh, agree with for example uh, what they call the law of nature and the law of nature is that uh, in, in almost all cultures stealing is wrong murder is wrong and, and all uh, all of those there, there's a collective um, no, stealing uh, is wrong by if which... you are not a capitalist. I mean, in a capitalist society, profit is uh, your right, but in a communist society, profit is theft. Killing a Uyghur is not necessarily frowned upon in China, and killing a Christian in India is uh, is very normal these days. In that same society, killing a Hindu would not be seen as equal as killing a Christian or a Muslim in India. So, you see, yeah, um, I, there are, I agree with that. I mean, but, um, morality cannot what, be universal. It's, the, it was never yeah. universal. It was yeah. never absolute. We just we made this up. Hard morality, slave morality. We made them up, and nothing else. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. Yeah, well, um, we I can argue with that from uh, arguing arguing from presumptions. For example, if you presume that in 
you in a that if we presume that in a universality by which there is cosmic nihilism and that uh, all co- all values is that ha- does come from uh, evolutionary s- yes. circumstances then uh, yeah it would be re- relative but if i come from a presumption by which uh, we were created by god and that man for example in the narrative that adam fell from eve or that uh, evil so you know evil corrupted all of creation well in that narrative then it would mean that uh, all of human society all of human cultures would be in a way distorted and separate from what is the universe what is the true universal values that we were supposed to hold on to and so if you come from different presumptions uh, you would come from different conclusions and so it really come goes back to uh, the the disagreement the argument of life's meaning of how we so you understand that the if universe. god existed then there would be absolute morality mm-hmm. if god existed yeah. if there god would existed, be absolute would be. morality yeah so if mm-hmm. god existed it would be right to kill gay people Why not? No. Why not? Be, God be told right you to, to kill, kill gay people. Allah told Muslim to kill apostates. Allah told Muslims to kill apostates. Well, that's a very uh, doctrinal issue, uh, arguments, and uh, I, I could get to you through theology and all of that, but yeah, um, uh, let's say that uh, God did uh order a lot of uh, uh in our in the past the god in the in these narratives uh, in the past in the in the myths and legends god did uh tr- do some horrible stuff in our perspectives like give plagues like punish people like become really 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 uh a really judgmental god and so uh if it, if you argue in a religious uh sense then that's a different story but we, when you have a metaphysical being for example an entity that uh is beyond all of those uh ideas of god and no, no, our religion god is beyond then, morality uh, uh, yeah there would be uh, yeah god is beyond morality because morality sources from God. God is so, beyond uh, morality God, because mor- a... morality comes from God. How does that make any sense? Yeah. Well, you see, if for example, if God is beyond if morality is something is an outside thing which by which God abides in or God obeys obeys, then he wouldn't be God. He wouldn't be all powerful, and nothing. He wouldn't be the creator, and there there would be something above him. And so the the most ideal God there is is someone who is all powerful, and everything sources from him. He is the standard of truth, the standard of morality, the standard of what is good. So you you just and said so, that he is standard of what a, is good. Christian, but you you mm-hmm. you just said that he is standard of all yeah. things that is good, but he. He yeah. is not. He is not moral. 
he is outside of morality and he does not have to be moral but he is the standard of good do you not see the problem in that yeah no because uh, uh, god, god is the the metaphysical metaphysical being by which everything uh sources from and so uh if he is the uh he is yeah that's why they say god is good because he is good and so he is the standard uh by so which killing gays would uh, all be morality comes from god is all good god well, told you to kill gays what, uh, and so thus i mean thus uh, killing gays would be good Well, I never assumed anything, uh, any religious text by which I abide in. So, a all-powerful, all-knowing I never, I never entity uh, that is God. Uh, why are mm-hmm. there so many contradictions about him and what he wants? Uh, what contradictions? All these contradictions. In the Bible, I mean, in the Quran. I mean, about morality, about... what we are just talking about yeah well if you yeah that's why we it's a it's a question of presumptions for example if you come from a presumption that god exists then you would have to follow the story from beginning to end and so uh, if story? i were to you explain just said to you that you don't all you the don't, contradictions you don't assume uh, that your religion is true when it's uh, when concerning others mm-hmm Why do you do that? Yeah. That means you do not uh, subscribe to all of it. Yeah, I, I don't subscribe yeah, to that, all of it. And so why are why are these uh, contradictions? A all-knowing, all-powerful entity. If it if he existed, mm-hmm. then why are so many contradictions about him and what he wants, what it wants? I should say. and about what he what it thinks that is good what it thinks is good uh, well if if we really dive deeper into it i'm sure that uh, uh, that would just leave uh, leave us into more questions and more yes. questions and yes. so uh, i think uh, because yeah. they are all made yeah. up and so um, i they think are that they are not a, mm, they are not scientific they are not rigorous they are just made up ramblings and it's easy to see how they were made up the patterns you can see just read history just read evolution and you will you will understand i mean anyone would understand that how and why do we think the way we think why we believe in the things we believe it's easy it's it's black mm-hmm. and white almost but the things we do believe mm-hmm. in are not black and white yeah. because we so, made them up that's it mhm yeah so um uh ratin yeah. sadman it's it, it has been awesome talking to you and i hope that we can have uh, another episode by which we can dive deeper into this and i can be even more be, be more prepared you know okay, and it's been awesome yeah so uh, uh are you willing to uh go into another episode to dive deeper into this so i'll be uh, more prepared okay thank you so much ratin said man and uh it was it has been awesome talking to you okay and we are ending in one two and <laughs>
So that's the end of it. Thanks for tuning in, guys. This is your host, Elmo Ador Jr. And thank you for listening in. And please subscribe. Please follow us on Facebook. Please, please follow this. Please. Thanks. Thanks.